1: Connect with
2: Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online
1: at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation, always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill.
0: Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill. I'm your host. I appreciate you joining us again today on show 132 of the Grill Nation Show. Uh, you can connect with me on Twitter, always at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show, as long as on all social media outlets as well. Just search for my name. Appreciate you, those of you who are joining on iTunes today as well via podcast and all of you who take a listen to the show on grillnationshow.com where you can find all of our guests, uh, photos of our guests and all of our supporters who I briefly want to mention here at the top who, uh, just are great people here in the Kansas City region. Title sponsors of the show are Trust, MoBank, BOK Financial, and Two West Advisors. Contributors to the Grill Nation show on on-air guests are the Rieger and J. Rieger and Code, Ryan Maybe, One Light Luxury Apartments and Reactor Design Studios, and Clifton Alexander, guest on-air contributor as well. On today's show, uh, I'm very excited uh, to have on one of our partners and title sponsors of the show, uh, bringing in some really cool guests. Uh, I have with me in studio uh, Jeff Phillips, who's the Senior Vice President at MoBank, a great company here in Kansas City. The website is mobank.com. Uh, bring him on in just a second. We're going to be talking to, uh, two gentlemen today, uh, Jeff and I, uh, Tucker Trotter and uh, Tom Collins. Tucker Trotter is the president and CEO of Dimensional Innovations, and Tom Collins is the chief operating officer of Dimensional Innovations, which is a really cool company here in Kansas City. Uh, welcome to the show, Jeff Phillips from MoBank. Uh, how are you, sir? I'm good, man. Good to see you. So tell us a little bit about our guests, and then we'll kind of get in catching up with you. Um, this, this company, Dimensional Innovations, is it's a really cool business, what they do.
2: It really is. Uh, you know, it's one of those uh, businesses that you drive by on uh, maybe on the highway or on the street, and you see a big uh, white warehouse, and you wonder, I wonder what they do in there. And you actually go in there, and it is amazing. They they really focus um, on kind of an experience for their customers, and that um, really manifests itself in a lot of different ways. But they are more than just a uh, fab or signage shop, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, they are. And so they, they do all kinds of things, uh, and creative things. They, they work with, uh, sports, corporate, student life, entertainment, retail, civic, transit, museums, museums and zoos and healthcare. They have on staff over 250 employees and they are all from either graphic design world, branding world, architecture world, uh, sports world. I mean, they just, they have it all. Yeah,
2: they really do. It's, uh, it's fun because you, uh, if you ever spend some time with them, you get to see the guy that is cutting the wood uh, sitting right next to the person that's maybe doing uh, some kind of digital screen or something that's going to go inside the frame. And then you have kind of a strategy or branding person also working with them. And they really just do a great job of melding all those disciplines into delivering something that the, the, um, their customer Uh, has been able to think about but maybe not articulate. And I think that's one of their biggest uh, um, advantages is they're able to take ideas out of people's heads Mm -hmm. and uh, kind of turn that into a real-life thing. Dimensional Innovations uh, is the company. Their
0: website is dimin.com. Their services include experiential design, brand activation, technology, signage and wayfinding, fabrication, build, launch, and innovation. Uh, they've worked on some pretty cool projects here, which we'll get into in the show with the CEO and the COO after the break. Uh, everything from the new Minneapolis Vikings experience and their new stadium to the Mercedes Benz experience and, uh, uh, with the Atlanta Falcons to the Iowa State, K State, Mizzou, Kansas locker rooms and experience to the new Arrowhead to the, uh, just so many different other things in the sports world that they've
2: worked on. And, yeah. uh, and
0: they're getting more and more of that business. Uh, over a hundred projects I believe they 've worked on in, in different stadiums throughout the country
2: yeah they've they uh they have had um some marquee uh jobs that they have worked on that uh, I think you and I have visited with about off the air that yeah, you right? you may not have noticed uh you know originally, but now that you know that they worked on them i 'm sure uh, your eye will be drawn to check out all the details that 's
0: what I think I think is really cool and we 'll get into this is just how many awesome people are working on sports projects throughout the country? I I, I believe we need to market this more. Yeah, because Kansas City is the sports design and architectural capital of the world. I mean, experiential design. So what are they doing? They're they're building like the the, the entryways that you walk through. The, yeah. The, the Hall of Fames, the Royals Hall of Fame. They had, they touch that. Um, just you know the the training facilities for Mizzou. I mean, they're doing so many things that you can touch, feel, and that really heighten the experience for. Uh, For fans Mm -hmm. and throughout the country. And it's one of these things that in Kansas city, we have to highlight more because the general public doesn't know it. We know it and the industry knows it, but you know, this is really the area where most of the innovative uh, national international stadiums, you know, take
2: flight. Yeah. It'd be a fun thing to brag on ourselves about. for sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I mean, it'd be really cool because we got to get past the jazz and barbecue. Right. 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 Uh, You know, we're trying to do that, but it's, it's really cool. Um, so we're going to talk to the CEO and the CEO of Dimensional Innovations, Tucker Trotter and Tom Collins here today. The website again is D-I-M-I-N dot com. Uh, just a great website. They left me some, uh, they brought some books by, which we'll, uh, we'll talk about here in the future, but just with all these great photos and actually a one pager that I really enjoy, mm-hmm. uh, with what they do and what their strategy is. Uh, their mission is to be the greatest design fabrication technology team, liberating people from mediocre experiences. Yeah. So that, there you go. So we're going to talk about how they've done that over the years. And what's interesting is we'll learn is that Tucker, uh, was an intern at one point. Now he's the CEO of the business over 20 years later. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. So Jeff, what have you been up to? I know you're at MoBank. You guys have been through your uh, merger or whatever you want to call yeah. it with, uh, with, uh, BOK Financial yeah. and Michael Viazol yeah. over there. And, uh, how are things with you, man?
2: Yeah. Things are good. Things are good. We, uh, we are very blessed. Um, you know, we did uh, kind of do our, our conversion for works, our systems yeah. and our process and all that back in February, and I feel like we've kind of turned the corner now on that to where we're able to not be so reactive as to kind of addressing issues but um, being proactive about growing the bank again. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have just been um, really – we've really benefited from having this great community of MoBank believers that continue just to say, hey, you need to bank with my banker and dragging folks over to the bank to talk to us. And there's a lot of cool stuff going on in town. I mean, there are people, um, you know, manufacturers expanding their manufacturing lines. There are folks buying buildings to, I mean, DI is a great example. You know, they had to physically, they could not physically put people in that building anymore. They had to buy another building to expand to. There's uh, firms doing a lot of new work, having best years ever. Um so there's a lot of cool stuff to be a part of in town. In and you right guys are here to help. Yeah. With, yeah. With I mean, it's it's fun. <laughs> it's fun, you know, from not just the the loan piece, but, you know, from uh, kind of all banking products. But, you know, the thing that we try to say is we're not smarter than uh, any other entrepreneur. We just sit in this unique position where we get to um learn from folks like at DI. You know, we get to learn from entrepreneurs about what's working and what's um, a challenge and how they overcame it and then pass on that experience to mm-hmm. other entrepreneurs and connect them and let them kind of help each other grow and that's that's pretty valuable because uh you know entrepreneurs can feel kind of lonely and isolated sometimes but um this helps kind of let everybody know we're all in it together
0: i love it mo bank uh website is dot com. jeff phillips will be joining me today senior vice president at mo bank for the entire show and we're going to have on Chucker Trotter, who's the CEO and president of Dimensional Innovations, and uh, Tom Collins, as well, who's the COO at Dimensional Innovations. We call them DI here, and their website is dimin.com here after the break. It's going to be an exciting show of great Kansas City companies. You're listening to Grill Nation here on 980 AM KMBZ. Thanks for joining Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation show with Jason Grillhart here on KMBZ 980 AM. And I also appreciate listening today on iTunes and Stitcher via podcast as well as online at grillnationshow.com. Appreciate our, our great uh, supporter and uh, partner and sponsor of the show, MoBank BOK Financial again for joining us today. It was a great first segment uh, with Jeff Phillips from MoBank. And then thanks again to Michael Viazzoli for uh, stopping by uh, prior to the show to welcoming our guests today. Our guest today, uh, interesting uh, story here. I'm looking forward to hearing more about it. We have some uh, great materials here in studio as well. I want to thank, again, Jeff Phillips, who is with uh, MoBank, Senior Vice President at MoBank, for uh, welcoming our guests and bringing them on today. Today's guests are uh, Tucker Trotter, who is the President and CEO of Dimensional Innovations, as uh, also joined by Tom Collins, who is the COO at Dimensional Innovations Hey Kansas City Company, welcome to the show, both of you and and Jeff as well. welcome back. How are you guys great, great thanks for having us. great Jason. to have you. I first thought we were going to have four people today in the studio, which uh comes a little tight when you guys are all you guys are all guys and tall and you know and it gets kind of cozy in here but uh, I think three is good don 't you three's you. I think it fits nicely yeah, uh First off, let's let's have Jeff start off here and just kind of uh, maybe just give a quick introduction of uh, how he knows uh, these great guys in this company, and then we'll get to your guys' backgrounds here in a second. Why don't you kick it off, Jeff?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, everybody will be excited to hear from them today. Uh, Tucker and I got to know each other just through some different uh, social circles, but we've been able to work together, uh, the bank with uh, Dimensional Innovations, over about the last five years, and. The thing that excites me about them is that not only do they make a great product and have really uh, loyal uh, customers, they, they build some really cool, exciting experiences for folks. But uh, I enjoy just working with them because they are uh, good business people. They really focus on culture and kind of where the company is headed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they focus on all the right things, so it's fun to visit with them about those things and learn from them and be able to pass some of those experiences on to other folks. How long have you guys been in business here in Kansas City? Uh,
0: and, and partners, I guess, yeah. Right. COO, CEO. That's right, right.
3: It. Yeah, uh, we started in 93, so we've been at it a while. Um, I actually uh, joined the company in 96 as an intern Uh, so my degree was industrial design university of kansas and in order to graduate had to have an internship so i i got this uh got this gig and um that's awesome yeah wow yeah so that that's how it that's how it all started as an intern interesting i've only had a few guests on the show i think over the years that
0: that started as you know a, a salesperson or an intern or whatnot and then Became the CEO of the company. Yeah. That's a great story. One of our other sponsors of the show trusts their CEOs the same way. Um, That's cool. So I'm sure we'll get into a lot of things you've seen that have changed in this market and how it's grown. And, uh, Tom, how about you? I I saw you went to Notre Dame. Yep.
1: So uh, I'm kind of the opposite of Tucker. I've only been there a little over two years, so I'm the new guy. Oh, wow. So um, And my background is went to Notre Dame. I'm from here, from Kansas City originally. Lived in Chicago for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, management, consulting, and sort of finance and operations. So uh, I came to the company two years ago as sort of DI has evolved into a bigger, more uh, growing type company. What brought you back to Kansas City? Um, You know, that's a great question. Uh, Like most people who come back to Kansas City, I followed a girl. (laughs) Yeah, that is also a reoccurring (laughs) thing on the show. (laughs) Yeah. People (laughs) always say that, you know. It it ended well, but it didn't, if you know what I mean. Okay. I've been back for, for many years, so. You enjoying um, it then? I love it. Love Kansas City. You know, mm-hmm. I think seeing other parts of, um, of the country, living in different parts of the world even, you know, this is such an amazing place. And now that I have three young kids, so growing a family here is really important to me. And mm-hmm. seeing the community continue to grow and thrive and become a more active part of it has been really exciting. And how
0: long you guys worked with, uh, with Jeff over at MoBank?
1: Yeah, I think
3: we. it's been about five years. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. been great. Good. Maybe five years. Yeah. Jeff's Woo. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to us a little bit about the business and
0: uh tell us about kind of what y'all do and and uh you know because to be honest i haven't heard of y'all until i saw i saw you at the coaches versus cancer event well you that's guys were doing something there and i i bid on the uh, norm stewart uh autographed uh cardboard cutout and then on the way to the parking lot i broke the arm off so oh. I, I might need to come in and get some <laughs> some 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 uh, surgery there because yeah. it's in my office now i love it uh, as a as a mizzou guy but you uh yeah tell us about what you do because i was trying to figure that out obviously and and, uh, make sense of it
3: yeah what we do is is hard to describe to people uh but you know kind of jeff touched on it we're experienced designers um and so what that means um you know the purpose the reason why we wake up and go to work every day is to liberate people from mediocre experiences Mm -hmm. and lucky for us the world's full of mediocre experiences so there's a lot of things to fix out there and um so we've assembled this really amazing team, and it's you know architects, interior designers, industrial designers, um, engineers, uh, fabricators, welders, uh, artists, sculptors, technology people, developers. It's a really diverse group of people, and together we solve problems for our clients and try and build amazing experiences. So, so this is a touch and a feel type thing, and, yeah, and more than a branding type thing. All right, it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's branding, it's storytelling. It's uh, designing great experiences and, and spaces for people. Um, I mean, it's it's everything. It touches on everything. So, and we um, that's innovative. I mean, that really yeah. is. I mean, I've never
0: had or talked to anyone that kind of does all of these things. Right. You, know, you usually have your marketing agency, your your PR agency, your uh, graphic designer, if mm-hmm. you will, uh, architects. But you never have kind of the whole deal right and and service
1: offerings yeah it's interesting and that's one of the things that really drew me to the company was finding that under one roof and many of our customers for us you know we can take the place of multiple parties to make their life a lot easier
0: so so i'm a uh developer let's say Mm -hmm. and i come to you and i say i'm 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 launching a new billion dollar i don't know let's just pull a number out development mixed use development like where do we go with that is that something that you guys would work on or be interested in or uh that's just what I can think of because there's so many different things involved with experience at a development, right? Yep. When you think about it, you have a movie theater, you have a, a restaurant, you have a retail, you have you have branding, you have uh, materials, you have uh, apartments. I mean, so yeah. I, I'm just Look, yeah. That's a, that's something I always think about. Like and you know, the common thread together.
3: Yeah, the common thread with all that is is the consumer experience or the guest experience. Mm -hmm. And so that's the way we think about it. So um, everybody that comes to a space like that or a place like that, you know, everyone um, engages differently. So some people want to go see a movie. Other people want to go shopping. Uh, Some people want to go to great restaurants. And so it's about it's about programming the space on, you know, being able to appeal to a lot of different tastes and Mm -hmm. a lot of different uh, demographics and. So, yeah, we work on those teams, and a lot of times a team, especially for a project that size, it's a very diverse team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we bring a lot to that, uh, a lot of different skill sets. So, um, yeah, those are exactly the kind of projects we want to be
0: on. And you do it a lot more innovative than most, I would assume, with all those brain, the brain power you have collectively. Right.
1: How many people work with you all now
0: at uh, the company?
1: Uh, about 250 now. In Kansas City? In Kansas City. In Kansas City. Oh, Wow. We just opened uh new offices in Minneapolis and Atlanta as well but we're about 250 strong here in KC. And when that
0: is that new for you all working out of Kansas City and and or do you most of your business outside or inside or what?
1: All over the country really. Yeah.
0: But you now you have satellite or other offices that you've just created.
3: Yes. That's the, a new thing. Yeah, the new offices um I mean that's about a month old so it's very, very but we've been working in both those markets for several years. So mm-hmm. Uh, doing really large anchor projects, multiple anchor projects within those markets. So for us, it's easy to you know it's it's easy. We already have a showroom basically in both of those locations. Minneapolis,
0: where's the other one. Uh, Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Talk yep. to us about how you guys grew as a company in those two cities. Because was it just one big client, and then it just they recommend you? Is
1: typically how it works, right? Well, yeah, and, and I think it was a series of smaller wins up to the to really big ones because uh-huh. we have I'll call them a couple anchor projects in each city, Atlanta. We'll start there. Uh, we did um, a lot of the brand experiences inside the new Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So the Atlanta Falcons' new home, we did a lot of work in there. It's been a multi-year project.
0: If I had a, if I had a $100 20 years ago, I would have invested in Kansas City people working on stadium projects. <laughs> <laughs> because I swear, every time I come, I, I open up a newspaper or read about something, it's somebody's building the new stadium in at Oakland or the new stadium in wherever i mean it's yeah. it's it's a kansas city we had a engineering firm on once they were doing stuff in la i mean you just constantly hear about kansas city companies having whether it's uh, designing it whether it's architecturally whether it's branding whether it's innovation whether it's experience some part of these inter, these international and national sports stadiums
3: yeah and i know a little bit about the history di started in 93 and we were our first customer was amc theaters mm-hmm. and so you know, because of a m c this is a theater town, and you know a lot a lot of innovation in the cinema industry has come from that and so there's some great architects and designers here in town that focus on cinema and we've got a lot of those on staff and then you know when the cinema industry kind of took a nosedive, um we said okay what, where else can we work mm-hmm. we We've learned a lot about interior signage interior design theming this is back in the nineties where can we take that and we found this incredible concentration of sports architecture, which, you know, everyone in Kansas City should be really proud of um, because so much of it happens here. You know, and it's
0: really interesting because it does, but I don't know if people know that on a national level, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe the people that are in sports world do, but right. if you were to ask someone from Cleveland or wherever, Austin, yeah. like, did you know that? Sports architecture capital of the world is in Kansas City. Missouri. I tell as many people as like. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like it's a cool thing that maybe we should promote a little more. Yeah. I think as as a city, um, we have to call the mayor and say, "Hey, mayor, yeah. let's uh, start promoting that more because it gets lost." Yeah, I think it's a cool thing we could promote. Yeah. So you guys great. have touched a lot of those types of projects. Sounds yeah.
3: like. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think right around 2001, 2002, I think that was our first sports project, and now it's our uh, fastest growing group. Mm. And so, I'd yeah. like
0: to talk more about that after the break. What's funny is I've, people tell me that the new stadium in Atlanta makes the old one look like a uh, high school gymnasium. It is unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, the size and the sheer uh, mm-hmm. magnitude of it compared to the old stadium, yeah. which I've been to a handful of times for football games. I mean, yeah, it looks great on TV. Yeah, Looking right. forward to talking more about that after the break. Uh, we're here today with Tom Collins and Tucker Trotter, uh, C-Suites at Dimensional. Innovations. Uh Also joining me today is Jeff Phillips, uh Senior Vice President of Missouri at MoBank, uh, on the show today. You're listening to Grill Nation.
3: I
2: got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body. But when it, it drops, Ooh.
3: Don't give up.
0: Welcome back to Grill Nation on 980 AM KMBZ and on iTunes if you're listening via podcast as well as on grillnationshow.com. You can connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Really excited to continue on with our guests today. Uh, We have Tucker Trotter, who's the president and CEO of Dimensional Innovations, and Tom Collins, who's the chief operating officer of Dimensional Innovations. Also joined today by Jeff Phillips, who is the senior vice president at MoBank. Uh, we're talking, learning more about dimensional innovations and in some of your work. Uh, I'm looking through an amazing catalog that you've put together and brought into the studio with some of your projects um, locally and nationally. Let's touch on some of the ones that you've worked on uh, to create better experiences here locally that you're proud of. I'd love to learn more about some of the projects locally you've worked on.
3: Well, uh, the first one I, I think is maybe the one that's caught the most attention for us over the years, and that's the library books that are uh, – for the downtown library mm-hmm. and so yeah that one gets a lot of attention uh, you still see it on social media is kind of uh you know i just saw it building. on your linkedin profile all right there you go <laughs> <laughs> so and you know it's, it's, it's innovative it was it's, definitely innovative yeah In and, an Jon- and jonathan kemper is really the you know he's he's the one that came up with that idea and there was a lot of pushback it seemed weird it seemed like a weird idea and so one of the ways that we like to work is we just make mock-ups and we just so we made a full scale mock-up and just tested it and it and we everybody uh, once we put it up on the side of the building, we could tell it was going to be a really cool concept so that's one that we're really proud of um, and then you know I think the work out at uh, arrowhead um, uh, and also at, at royals has been has been great. You also
0: touched the streetcar a little bit, I yeah, think, right?
3: All the ATA, yeah, all the KCATA work, and uh, so we're really proud of that. Um, continue to see that stuff that can uh, grow, and so driving around town and being able to see your work is very satisfying. And you
0: mentioned AMC was one of your first clients, yep. And so whenever you walk into an AMC theaters, and the one at the time that you, that was opened at Power and Light District, and also too, you there's tons of them throughout the city, obviously. Right, it just each one of them is unique experience and different. I think in a way, yeah,
3: they're all different and they're always evolving. So, um, one of the things that we like to do with, uh, with AMC is help them kind of continue to explore how the guest experience can always be better and, uh, and how, you know, guest preferences are constantly changing. And so making sure we are testing and trying things, trying new things out with them.
0: That's awesome. Um, we need so much more of this. Now you talked about sports too, Tom, you mentioned, uh, the, the stadium, the new stadium in Atlanta. I'm, I'm looking through your book here and, You guys have done experience in many stadiums, new stadiums, throughout this country, both the college and the professional level. Talk to us about some of those because I'm looking through and I'm seeing, you know, Charlotte, Minneapolis, Kansas State's in here.
1: Yeah, we're fortunate to have over 100 either professional sports franchises or D1 schools as clients. So we've done work all over the place. So, So you're talking
0: about kind of... Take me through what you're touching in the stadiums.
1: Sure. So we're touching everything from fan experience stuff. So we did the Viking Voyage. Uh, Minnesota Vikings created a unique space dedicated entirely to fan experience. Uh, Locally, we did a bunch of stuff at the front of Allen Fieldhouse. A lot of the interactives that people engage with as they're walking into Allen Fieldhouse at KU. But then we also do things like uh, potential involvement in luxury suites or locker rooms. So, for instance, we did the football locker rooms at K-State. So, um, I'm looking
0: at KU basketballs in here as well. Yeah. It's some, uh, it looks like, man, that, that's a nice, uh, that's a nice locker room in there. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and in the common thread with all this is helping, uh, uh either brands or schools recruit and retain athletes mm-hmm. and student athletes. So, uh, um, I have seen the K state work you did.
0: I was out there a few weeks ago.
3: Uh, also to the Royals Hall of Fame. Yeah. I right? yeah.
0: touch that. Yeah. Uh, it just adds so much to the to the experience. You're right, yeah, compared to what we used to have at stadiums, right? Right.
1: Well, and you don't even the, another one you, you don't really think about is the Community America experience at at Arrowhead. That mm-hmm. They just did, and as you're walking through the concourses, you know, and it used to be the big gray drab concrete, but Community America has done a really nice job of branding that and making that interactive as you're walking into the stadium. So spaces that you used to never think about before, mm-hmm. you know, now give you an opportunity to engage. What is that
0: like? Modern or putting an experience into an older stadium compared to the brand new, beautiful Mercedes Benz place or the one in Minneapolis that are brand new.
1: Each one has a unique challenge, (laughs) is how I would define
0: it. I mean, yeah, because if you're working on a uh, Wrigley Field, obviously, or Mm -hmm. something that's old, you know, you've seen renovations at uh, Lambeau and all these old stadiums recently, and people are, some people are not happy about them. And, but then it's just kind of like our new airport we're going to be getting, you know, it's like, I think once people see it and see the innovation in it, they'll be like, oh, this is great. Oh, yeah. But it's just, it's the change element, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're putting in these new experiences at old, some, some, some are older, right? Some are newer. Uh, that's got to be an interesting, you know, tightrope to walk, especially with I, you guys being so creative.
3: And I think we, we really enjoy both. I think they, like Tom said, they both come with their set of challenges, but, you know respecting you know with in the case of arrowhead arrowhead means means something to all of us right we've all had experiences there so we want to respect that and take advantage of what we inherited there so those round circulation ramps everyone's seen them and been up and down them or you know during their lifetime so uh like tom said we we were able to kind of activate those and make them into brand experiences that people so it really improves improves the you know the visitor experience and also staying cutting
0: edge right jeff i mean I'm looking through your book. You guys have touched. You said a hundred different places in the sports world, at least. Um, when you go to those initial meetings, you know they don't want to be cookie cutter. They don't want to be just right. like the the team down the street, right, or the yeah. the other Big Twelve school. So, just figuring out ways to do something innovative—it's got to be hard. Yeah. When you have so many clients, I mean, how do you how do you do that? How do you come keep coming up with creative ideas? Is it just through your your strategy process with the client, and hearing what their needs are? How does that work? How does the process work for something like this? Because, well, in a world I live in, it's all about um, processes and about yeah. strategy and about. So I'm interested to hear more about and that. We
3: we have a process, uh, but the variable that's different in each one of those is the client. And so um, we always bring the same process, and we vary up. We have a different team, of course, but uh, but the the client's always different, and our process involves the client quite a bit. So mm-hmm. there, we we don't uh, we're not like some design firms that. You know, go away and come back a year later with the idea and say, "Here it is. We want you to be involved every step of the way." And so we demand a lot from our clients. We ask them what story they want to tell, mm-hmm. what's you know, what's their brand attributes, all the things that they're trying to achieve on the business side. We want to make sure that what we design fulfills that. And um, and so yeah, that does require them. And uh, and then they're going to bring their unique style and element to us. And it's up to us to interpret that into the space. So hmm. it, that that's what makes each ex- experience different. And so I think as you flip through our book, you notice that there's not uh, there's not a common look. Every look, every one of them looks unique, and it's probably because it represents our
2: client. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, Tucker. How's it uh, how's it changed as you kind of deliver uh, on those um, environments? I'm sure it's gone um, from. Not so reliant on physical structure as it is like technology and videos and music and lighting and all that kind of stuff. Have you all had to learn that discipline, or have you added on additional talent to
3: do yeah. that piece? I think the the first real tech uh, heavy project we did was for uh, Mizzou, and um, and that was probably ten years ago. And so that since which,
0: what was that a part of? Which which. Which deal was that? for? do um, you know the name of the Is it training Wall facility. Yeah, the Tiger, oh, the Tiger Wall. Tiger, Interactive yeah. Tiger Wall. But I don't know
3: the building it's in. Um, but uh, I can I think, say
0: that there might be some potential more work down there for yeah. you guys as it continues to grow the football stadium and whatnot. Good. But I was just down there at the basketball arena last Friday, and uh, to me, it's still one of the best. It seems so new, and it was built when I was in law school back then. Uh, right. But it doesn't it feels as if it's a great environment, a great stadium. It hasn't aged at all.
3: Yeah. Uh which is cool I think. And that tech project for us really started it. It got it started and I think a lot of people saw that. It got a lot of attention in the sports world and and so uh that kind of the budget that goes towards technology has grown every year since. And so the fastest growing group within our company is our tech group. And uh and so it's really exciting um uh, because, you know, like you said, Jeff, building Physical uh, elements is important, but uh, having technology is also really exciting because you can create an experience nobody's ever seen before, mm-hmm. and it can constantly evolve with the brand. so as Mizzou has more wins, they can constantly update it and constantly make the content fresh to new recruits and what's relevant to a new recruit. So,
0: You guys also, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here, Jeff, thinking to myself, man, I should have got a job with uh, this company years ago, right? You, yeah, you, you got to work on a lot of fun projects. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and just. They all seem to be smiling when you go in there. <laughs> so it must be a good environment. A lot of, a uh, lot of, uh, good company culture too. You guys are, that's important to you all. Uh, I've looked at your awards page and, uh, you know, best places to work is all, is, is a reoccurring theme. Yeah. And, and your, your employees and, you know, fast, one of the fast growing companies in Kansas City as well as in the country. Uh, your employees seem to, uh, really enjoy the, the work they do there.
3: Yeah. I think, um, a, f- a few years ago, our, um, uh, executive team every year uh kind of at the beginning of the year we talk about what each one of us is going to focus on mm-hmm. and of course there's lots of things on all of our lists but we always try and decide on one thing that each one of us is going to focus on and for the last several years mine has been culture and um it's been tough a little bit to give up design because that's my passion that's what i went to school for but in a way focusing on culture is a, is a design project. And, um, so really designing who we are and, um, and our culture and then having that be consistent, uh, consistent across the different offices. And as we continue to grow is going to be really important. So, uh, that's been sort of my obsession. And, um, and I think it's really helped us scale so that the new people that come on board understand, uh, what we believe in, what's important to us. And, uh, and so the, the culture is, is going to – it's going to continue to be a big focus of mine. And mm-hmm. I would
2: say from the outside looking in, like it seems like all decisions are made through the filter of culture. Because mm-hmm. I think about like uh, Tom, whenever you all are kind of talking about executing things and like Allison on the accounting side and all of that, it all seems to be done in the purview of what does this do to our culture.
0: Dude. I love it. Let's get back into that after the break. We're with uh, Tucker Trotter and Tom Collins from Dimensional Innovations, joined as well by Jeff Phillips from MoBank. You're listening to Girl Nation here on 9, 8 a.m. AMBZ. Thanks for joining Welcome back to the Grill Nation show on 9 8 a.m. KMBZ. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for sticking with us for the show. It's been a great hour with uh, the great folks from Dimensional Innovations, learning a lot about their company today, and uh, really excited to continue on with Tucker Trotter and Tom Collins, also joined by Jeff Phillips as well. Guys, you guys have talked a lot about your sports projects. Uh, your website is d i m i n com. if you want to see any of this expertise and work. Uh, it's really cool. Experience, uh, you can take it through the website there. Uh, you also do other work. Uh, talk to us about that. I, I've, I've looked at it and I've seen you do some corporate stuff, uh, even touch some healthcare stuff. Uh, talked about ways you can maybe help some other clients besides those in the entertainment, retail, you know, college space. Yeah. So
1: if you talk about, we talked about the evolution of DI and starting in theaters and sports and we've now started to take that experiential element more into corporate environments, mm-hmm. uh, healthcare, transit, retail. And, again, it all comes back to the experience, particularly in corporate, where if you think about it compared to, say, college sports, you know, you're recruiting talent, you're retaining talent, you're attracting people. It's, mm-hmm. it's talent or customers. And so that's become a really big market for us. So, like you said, I mean,
0: it's always about the first impression, right? Mm-hmm. So we're bringing clients in or prospects, and you have a, a nice new office, you know. I, I look at Cerner because they have a lot of different offices around the metro, uh, and it's about their whole thing is about experience, Right. And about uh making magical moments and and innovation and whatnot. And so I I have to say that's gonna be a huge potential for growth in the corporate space because offices are a lot different than they uh than they used to be and they're they're trending to what you guys would do and more of the the culture, more of the you know, open space is more of the cool factor.
3: And, And I when I when I get to talk with other CEOs, one of my favorite questions is what's what's your biggest challenge? What do you you know? And one of the most common threads I hear is, you know, finding talent, that there's a war for talent. Mm -hmm. And so I think you're right. The trend is just going to continue to grow in that area. So everything we've learned in these other markets, um, like Tom said to recruit student athletes, it's the same, it's the same strategy, which is how do you tell your brand story and how do you, what's your purpose and Mm -hmm. why, why should someone come work there? And so helping to tell, helping companies tell that story is really what we, Talk to that. me about some of your civic
0: work. I, I know we mentioned the streetcar. But obviously you guys helped design the the stops, right? Mm-hmm. The look and feel, uh which makes a difference, man. If we would have done an old trolley car. Yeah. Like I had heard at the beginning, you know, it was going to be more of yeah. like not futuristic, more of the historic like San Francisco mm-hmm. kind of look to it, right? Uh I think we made the right decision by how it how it was designed and how it looks. Uh for Kansas City, it really fits.
1: Absolutely, and what, you've, and what we've seen is, a, you know, it becomes almost borderline public art uh, installations in many cases, where you can do different things with graphic. Uh, you know, the the streetcar look is clear to it, so there's a lot of different things you can do with lighting and other art around it. So, so you guys do
0: a lot with. Uh, I'm looking at you. Just mentioned the pedestrian bridge, but also, um, you know, sculptures, streetscapes, placemaking, making, uh, light towers, clock towers, types of stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean,
3: it's all. It in a way, it ties back to everything we've been talking about. Which the library, was, obviously, was yeah, was, was yeah. early on. All of which gives civic pride. It it helps. It helps promote communities the same as we do for companies. And so, so talk to us about uh, Jeff. You can chime in here
0: too about Kansas City, right? Because uh, we're at an inflection point, I think, uh, as far as the city. We're, we're we're making moves to take us kind of the next the next level. I think, as a city, whether it's with entrepreneurship or with you know transit or with you know. The people really supporting what, what the mayor is doing right yeah. now. Um, talk to us about like business growth. I mean, because because you're seeing all of these new things happen. You're seeing more restaurants open. You're seeing uh, hotels going. You're seeing more corporate offices coming back into the city. I mean, so all of these things, you know, really help out companies too. And, and you see it from the bank side. Like
2: yeah, states. absolutely. I I think it's a it's an exciting place to be, and it's fertile soil for a lot of things. Um, you know, you're going to build. You're going to, like the, you talked about the pedestrian bridge, like you're going to build a pedestrian bridge, but being thoughtful about, well, what does it look like and what does it feel like? And I mean, it's going to be there anyway, so can we do it in a quality way that makes it more enjoyable? I think if you make a bunch of those little decisions, um, like the airport, for example, or streetcar, if you make those decisions and you're thoughtful about them, then it has a, a broader impact than just the fact that it can get you from one point to the other. It can actually make it to where you enjoy going or you enjoy taking the kids down there or whatever. And I think there's a lot of things like that. And in the entrepreneurial space, I, you know, folks here have been very um, giving. Like there's a fabric of entrepreneurs that are willing to help each other out, and we see it less as competition, even if they're in the same uh, exact space. So there, there may be two distilleries one block away from each other in the crossroads, but they're working together on how can we – Do something that's cool and innovative because they see it as a, if, if we do well, then it, you know, rising tide floats all boats. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a, that's a very, um, fragile thing that we have to hang on to, to where we don't start getting in that cutthroat environment. But as it is right now, everybody's really here to help each other out. Mm
0: -hmm. I love that. Uh, what do you guys think about the future? I mean, you've, you've been in business now for quite a while and, uh, and Tucker, you've been at your company since an intern, now CEO, 96. I mean, what, what are you guys feeling right now? Because with all this great talent at your company and throughout the, the region and throughout the city, I feel like, you know, I'm, a, I'm a design geek. I'm a architect. I like seeing cranes in the air. I like seeing cool. When I go to other cities and I maybe didn't think much about, you know, a smaller level city, I was in Des Moines. And I'm like, you know, I had no idea all this mixed use was going up here. I had no idea there was a sculpture park. So, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of room for growth there too. We also have a lot of good history, but I think do you agree with me that it's becoming a little more, Exciting here lately, yeah. Kansas City, the last few
3: years. Oh yeah, we 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 couldn't be happier to be here in this market. I think we've developed um, we've developed what we call our farm league, but it's really schools that we have really great relationships with, and all around this region. Mm-hmm. And it's really been great to pull you know amazing talent into our company. So we love that the work ethics uh, great. Our uh, the team we've assembled so, and then just the excitement around and the buzz around Kansas City. Uh, we're we're just we couldn't be happier uh, being
2: here. I love it. I, just real quick, I think one of the things that uh, that attracts the talent to DI is because if you do a good job, this is outside looking in. If you do a good job, or uh, kind of self motivated, it can lead to some really exciting things for you personally, from like a leadership perspective. And they've done a great job of if there is a kind of a business unit within the company. That kind of goes off on a on a specialized area. It could very well end up being its own business. I think of you know they went into a, a countertop type thing, a seamless countertop uh, that really started to have an appeal to a certain market, and that's its own business now. The people that shot the video for their own website that became its own business. And so when you create an environment like that, it it gets people there that are self motivated and really want to do a great job.
3: That you know sky's the limit for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we formed. It's probably been eight years ago, uh, but we formed. The, we call it the lab, innovation lab. It's sort of skunk works, but they they get to work. They're they're kind of the one part that's uh, one part of the company that's not the machine or part of the machine, and so they work on a lot of different projects. And so we will pick a market segment, and so um, the. Countertop company that Jeff mentioned. We picked healthcare, for instance, and we worked on problems that we found in healthcare, and that ended up launching this um, high-end um, healthcare-related furniture company. and And then we now, right now, we're working on a project that's focused on solving problems in the cinema industry. So it's really that's really uh, one of the purposes of that group, and what it does, just like Jeff said, it, it launches these startup businesses out. Uh, out of our company and so it's been it's really been exciting to see that whole mm-hmm. uh, whole thing evolve. Well I love it. I, I'm excited we got to bring you
0: on today. I uh, look forward to keeping in touch with you guys because there's so many great things you all are doing and it's exciting to have a company like this growing and and see the work you're all doing. It's, it's pretty cool and Jeff you know appreciate you uh, helping to connect these two guys to the show and, and bring them on today. Yeah they're fun to brag on. They are. <laughs> Tucker Trotter CEO, uh, President and CEO of Dimensional Innovations and Tom Collins, who's the Chief Operating Officer at Dimensional Innovations. Appreciate you guys coming on the show today. And Jeff Phillips from Mobank. Thanks for uh, joining me today. Appreciate Thanks it, guys. For Thanks for having us. You're listening and have been listening to Grill Nation. I appreciate you joining us again today. We'll see you again next week. Take care and have a good
3: week.